This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 253, and it's so early in the morning, I don't think we've ever done a pre-dawn episode no. before. You can almost hear the fire crackling still, I'm, over from hey, the campfire at night. I'm more than open to doing this more often, though. I'm definitely not. <laughs> but, but fingers crossed I get Springsteen tickets, huh? There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> at, at BTTG161. BTTG I'm also joined by David. Follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. It's been almost a full year since he's tweeted. Yes, I am David. Yes. So how are you? How are you doing today? I am doing good. I'm having my coffee right now. Could use some breakfast, but I'll start with coffee. Some some breakfast sausage, or you don't do that, or do you? No, I, I don't have any. I'm but trying. you do do sausage? Yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll eat sausage in the morning. I'm doing, I think today I'll do some, uh, you know, classy cereal. I think today I'll do some ESC. ESC? Yeah, empty stomach cardio. Oh, yeah, that never goes well. What about you? How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, did you I'm, eat breakfast? I'm awesome as always. Did I eat breakfast? I, the yeah. first thing I did was open my eyes and turn on my computer and then start recording. Oy vey. Okay. What, you, did you eat breakfast? You didn't eat breakfast, right? No, I didn't eat breakfast either. Yeah, so what the heck? <laughs> I don't <laughs> typically... I'm not, I'm not really... Yeah, so I got my water. Oh. I'm, right. not, I'm not a typical uh, breakfast eater. No? Like, I love pancakes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll absolutely... I love to go to Cracker Barrel. And see oh. everybody eating their breakfast and smelling the breakfast and everything, but like, and as an everyday thing, I, I see. As a kid, I was more of a kid. I'd wake up, reheat some old spaghetti, put some cheese on that. Boom, breakfast. There you go. I can't I, like ever. ever huh? I was gonna say like even like when we were going on like vacation or something, and everyone was like, oh, I'm getting a bagel with cream cheese, or I'm getting an egg sandwich before we go like head out to Pennsylvania or something. I'm like, nah, I'll get a bagel with tuna fish. I'm not, you know, and a Diet Coke. Everyone's like, how are you, daddy drink soda this early? <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted, man. Oh, I just had some Coke the other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> two liters it's funny. of it. <laughs> I'm addicted and then you start saying that. Yeah. No, I, I, I had to give in and had, like I bought one of the two liter bottles. So good. Okay. So you're somebody who grew up relatively in the 80s and 90, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. What is the big deal about Crystal Pepsi? I I don't know. I, I was never a fan. I was strictly Coke. But you, I, So you didn't ever try that? or I, th I think, but I never was a fan of Pepsi in general. I'm asking, I'm asking all these people, and nobody knows what the big deal was with Crystal Pepsi. And I, I think see just that, because it was clear. Like, was it just regular Pepsi, just without the brown syrup or whatever? I think so. I think I watched a BuzzFeed video where they drank it. I saw somebody on YouTube drank it and then, like, completely 
puked from it. Ugh. But, like, they ended up, like, sending him mail and saying, like, oh, we're going to be bringing it back. And then they actually sent him the very first case. Yeah, like, this was, like, this was just, like, this past week. So that's why... I'd be curious uh-huh. about it, but he said he's not. Drink- uh-huh. He said he's not going to drink it until everyone can drink it. As Why? Like, because he wants he wants everyone. I don't know. It's something that everyone should experience together. Really? According to him, I mean, he's a huge Crystal Pepsi mark. So, jeez, he's going to wait for everyone else before trying it. That's I don't get that one. But I I, I keep on hearing rumblings about the return of uh, Ecto Cooler. I see. Yeah, see, that's another thing that I don't know. I asked Jared. He goes, "Oh, that's the the purple one." I was like, "No, I'm pretty no. sure. It was, pretty sure it was green." <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> or, I was or orange was it? But it was flavored orange or what? Uh, it was green, but it was flavored tangerine. Oh, tangerine, yeah. Yeah, that I was a big fan of. Like, see if that comes out on the market. I'll try a high C. Oh, that I will definitely start buying and packing my lunch with. Oh, it's really that cool. I wonder if they would put that in the like that. They have like. I don't know what it's called, but there's like some sort of new Coke machines out there mm-hmm. that are like popping up at all these fast food restaurants. I'm sure if you go to the website, you would see mm-hmm. like some near you, but it's going to be on uh, the cruise ship that I'm going on. Oh, are you talking about the one where you could push like most like over a hundred combinations? Yeah, or something? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I think I've seen one in person that was very like... I think a dulled down version of it. Like it wasn't a hundred buttons. It was still. Oh no, it's not a hundred buttons. No, no, no. it's just like it's a touch screen. Oh, and you it's and you like scroll through it. You're like, oh, do you want Coke? Do you want Diet Coke? Do you want um, Mr. Pib? You ever drink Mr. Pib? Yeah. Is that Dr. Pepper? I. I think think so. Yeah. So for whatever reason, you got Mr. Pib on the machine and Dr. Pepper. What is your? Have you have? Do you usually do combinations? No, I don't. When we were oh. kids, we used to make spoke, and like think it was like the cool thing. Like the kids would bartender for the adults, so <laughs> um, we, would, we would do diet coke and and sprite and call it spoke. Hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, uh, Mountain Dew with Coke or Pepsi, depending on what Taco Bell has. Oh, I thought you weren't a uh, Pepsi guy, huh? Hey, sometimes you gotta. It, I'd rather. I prefer going with mug, uh, the mug root beer first. Yeah, that, I don't like root beer. Root beer, root beer with the Mountain Dew, but then I'll go to Coke or Pepsi for it. The, the, I only drank root beer like twice within recent history, which was once was at the uh, at the Sam Adams factory when we went. Uh-huh. And then another time was when we went to the Edison Fair or whatever it was. Was it Edison? I don't remember. I think it might have been the Edison Street Fair. And they had that like that cup, the old-fashioned soda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The silver, yeah. And then you can't drink that much orange soda. I would get sick from that. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, I'll try root beer. And it was the, it's, it's got a weird flavor to it. I don't like it's just it's it's, very, like, it's, it's kind of minty. But it's not. Yeah, because it's like the, one of those roots. Yeah. Well, but even also, though it's not really a root. What is it? Um, or at least. There's different types of root beer, too. Like sarsaparilla. Mm. Like that's like the first. There's one with the root beer. Uh, Bre- Burke? Breckman? Burks? Yeah. 
work something. I I forget it. And I think that was also in the Coke machine. Very interesting. <laughs> there was like a million things. Like there was vitamin water. There was Dasani water. There huh. was, uh, yeah, so, like this. So I'm looking Why is Dasani? I don't get that. Dasani, well, because Dasani's Coke. Oh. No, well, there was flavored Dasani waters. But I think like instead of saying like, oh, water, we'll just call it what we have and we'll call it our Dasani stuff. But I'm curious it, to how this looks on the inside. Like with all the different flavoring and stuff, and, and all the different, uh, yeah, because there's have. like there's like flavors of Coke and stuff that I've never seen before. That's the thing. I'm curious if how it looks on the inside. Like, or is it just are they just flavoring each one? What? Yeah, it's probably go? you got like the mainstream of CO two with water, and then yeah. it's probably like syrup. It's yeah, definitely that's syrup. That's what it definitely is. It definitely is that. Thank you, Rain Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Where it just takes That's what like it sounds like, man. It sounds like you're Rain Man. Yeah, like two drops of syrup into No, that's what it it, okay. it has to be that because they have somebody like showed a hacked video of it. Uh-huh. And it goes into the like the main frame of the system and you could see how much syrup was left in each thing. A hacked version? Yeah, what like if hacking that for. Uh, cause it makes different flavor combinations. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't need yeah, to make like a, I don't need to make like peach diet coke or something, but uh -oh. that's a thing. I'm gonna check out the video though. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, so it's really uh, simple to do. Yeah. So how was your uh, week? Anything uh, good to report? Anything? Any cool happenings? It was. It was good. I went to. Uh, the, the near-abandoned Source Mall on Long Island the other night to go to Cheesecake Factory because that's where Cheesecake Factory is. That's still open there? Yeah. That's okay. like... Dude, I don't understand. I saw another... I saw a television commercial for it recently. And I saw... Like, I didn't really pay attention other than the fact that, oh my God, like, I can't believe the Source has a commercial. Mm. It aired the other day, and I was watching it, paying attention to detail... It's like shot with the same group of people. Mm -hmm. There's like it's just them walking through the mall. That's yeah. It's not really the best mall. I only went there like twice. They have the they have a carousel there, and they were showing the carousel. There was nobody on it. Wait, no, I went there three times. There, there was nobody on the carousel. It was like mm -hmm. it, it, literally you could have like put like music like. Oh. The only carousel I know is the Nunleys. Yeah, which is now stationed by uh, the aviation. What is it? Yeah. The cradle yeah. of aviation. Yeah. But it literally, it could have been a trailer for a horror film if you That's weird. put the right music to it. I met Brock Lesnar there. What? Right? Isn't that where we met? Uh, no, we went to Master People Mall for that. Master People Mall. Yeah. Wait. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm, for some reason, I'm thinking Master People, but I'm talking Source. Oh, wow. Um, Source, yeah. Source used Source to have Mall. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were closing for a while. I, I don't really think they were closing for a while, but I mean, like, stores have definitely significantly dropped out of that place. No, I think they, they shut down a good amount of it. Like, I mean, there, like yes. Two years a, ago or whatever. There's a bunch, like, not there anymore. Like, it's just like H and M. There's a rug store. There's Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but it's, it's not an actual mall. It's a no. It literally is. 
No, because there's no entrance from the inside. It's all from the outside. What do you mean from the? What does that mean? Like there's no, there's no <laughs> in, in, indoor corridor. Yeah, there is. There is. They still have that open. Yeah, they have all the entrances open. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So um, yeah, but the main the main things that are keeping everything there open has to be PF Chang's and and the Dave and Buster's and Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> but I went there the other night and. They had the whole Santa thing set up, and I was like, "Oh, you uh, wonder if Santa's still here." Santa wasn't still there, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, it'd be funny if we went down and took pictures there." And uh, my friend was like, "Yeah, let's do it." I was like, "Oh, I can't do that." He <laughs> suggested, and then you bail. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, what if I get kicked out? I want to eat Cheesecake Factory. Oh God forbid! Which I could just walk around the other side, but uh, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, no, you're banned from this mall. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? It's my favorite <laughs> restaurant. But uh, yeah, so we went down there and then we took our pictures where Santa would be seated. Mm-hmm. And uh, then went up the escalator and security was just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. There you go. <laughs> I think they looked more scared of us than we were. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. And it's funny because it's so abandoned that like, you could walk through the mall, and there's literally, like, maybe one other person walking around. Uh-huh. So, like, I whistle and, like, make noises and things, because I like to hear how loud the echoes are. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I think it's really funny. Yeah, so I'm sitting there whistling as loud as possible, and, like, I can't imagine what security... Like, there was, like... By the time we finished, and, and uh, I, like, I was walking back through the mall whistling mm-hmm. mad loud, there were three security guards then. Ooh. And they were walking around, like... Like, it looked like a, a zombie flick. Like, they were looking, hunting zombies, so. Yeah. But that was the mall. Moving on to that. That was the mall. Moving on from that. Uh, all right, so let's go into some comments and questions. Uh, this one is from Broski Ben. Hey, Brandon and Dave. As always, hope you're both well. With all the chaos, with the ratings going up and down, do you guys agree the ra- uh, that ratings going down is kind of a good thing? It's, in my opinion, the best way to tell creative what they're doing is wrong and to change it up. It's honestly infuriating, uh, infuriating to me that during all the matches with the League of Nations, WWE don't, uh, doesn't focus on Ambrose or the Usos at all. But always, oh, Reigns is the crap now. Even, with, uh, even when Reigns isn't even in the match, it's like they're trying to troll the fans. Hope you both have a great upcoming week. Kind regards, Ben. I know well, hopefully, that. I'm going to say right off the bat, hope, uh, hope you have a great upcoming week because if I recall correctly, you're going to NXT London. Mm. So have fun with that. We definitely expect to hear a lot from you. Yeah, feel free to tweet us any pictures that you take. Um, I was going to yeah. say, I know that was from last week, but yeah. but like he reposted it. As okay. literally, literally as soon as as soon as we finished recording this posted, I was like, uh, "Oh no!" But yeah. um, with the ratings going up and down, I have I don't know if it's even I haven't seen it going up at all. I'm just it, seeing it, it goes up, but it also it for the most part it's been like. I mean, I feel like every week I'm seeing them post about how this is the lowest rating since they went to a three hour format, lowest rating since. Uh, 2007 holiday episode or whatever, um, something like that. So 
I was just seeing a steady decline, but I've been saying it for a very long time that I think that this decline is what needs to happen. And I do not, I do not see them increasing in ratings with the rate that they're going. They will never see the ratings that they did in the, during that Attitude Era and during yeah. the uh, Raw Wars. It's funny because like, I, I just literally just had a conversation with my friend kind of about ratings last night. And uh, he was saying something about SNL and how SNL has been like, how people, how Lauren Michaels did an interview with, I think it was Mark Maron's podcast, and said that he hates people who say like, oh, the heyday of SNL and everything, because there's always been like solid casts of SNL for the most part. And, and when people don't watch, they're like, oh, that like this new SNL sucks, blah, blah, blah. But like, Mm -hmm. if you, if you tune into an episode of SNL, it like, it's good. I, I, you know, my, yeah, uh, you're one of them. I think that it's, yeah, I'm one of them. I think that it's a mix of half and half. Some takes, some are good. Some are bad. It reminds me of mad TV a lot though. Oh, I definitely do not think so. Uh, it's just my opinion. But, I, but I think I was, that, I think Lauren Michaels got to hire you then. Yeah. For okay. A creative. Okay. Yeah. But is that how it works? Yeah. Do we just like promote you on the podcast and Lauren Michaels hires you? Brandon, you're hired. Hey, good job. <laughs> yeah, but that eventually he he started to ask me about about wrestling, and I was like, and I I always stick up for the for the current product. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always for the most part somewhat entertained, mm-hmm. and I told him I was like, dude, it's just there. It's not been good recently. I I'm having such trouble watching and taking notes on this stuff because I have no connection. I have no emotion. I have no investment. I have no care for whatever they're putting on right now. It's, they're not, they're not, they're not leading you with any storylines. All of feuds are lackluster. I mean, what are they expecting? Yeah. And there was even like somebody held up a sign during raw that said, I, I wish this was NXT. Yeah. Which for the most part, I like, I can, I can, agree with that because like i've been to an nxt event and i remember how incredible it was the the crowd in nxt reminds me a lot of the attitude era crowd more than uh, more you, know, so, you have yeah. your you have your independent crowds but it kind of reminds me more of an uh, attitude era crowd because people brought signs people cheered so loud for everyone i mean now it's just now i barely see signs it's a product that makes you able to go down there as a heel, rip something from somebody from Bailey's number one fan's head off or whatever, mm-hmm. and make her cry. You'd never see that, something like that on main television. Well, I think the last time we saw that was Del Rio, and he and they had to apologize to the kid after because he was crying. What did Del Rio rip away? I think uh, Del Rio stinks sign or something um, like that. Uh, but I mean, that was also like two years ago, but still WWE really needs to do something. And I think that who said it, I think, uh, Naylor, um, you know, yeah, he put out a post saying how they need to completely revamp raw. I, I, I agree. I feel like raw is becoming out of touch with a lot of their attempts to connect with the fans. I mean, even going from their stage, I think that they could revamp their uh, stage, revamp their the ring a little bit, 
I really, I still don't think that they need a new stage. And I, with the in regards to the ring, they kind of did that, and they don't even use those turnbuckle cameras anymore because oh yeah, no, those they were stupid. Yeah, those they but had they to. have the 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 electrical the picture board on the aprons now. Oh, they have that on Raw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. I thought that was just NXT. No, it's every every show. All right, so but now they, I think that they should change the stage, give a different, give something more eye popping now. And they, I mean, but this also doesn't. It, this also works for the commentary uh, table too. Commentary people. I mean, they're very out. A lot of the references are outdated, or it seems like they're forcing some of the ref, modern day references. Oh, he's working, Michael. Yeah, it just sounds awful. It's like you're, and that's the thing. Like when they that that script thing was leaked for like a few months ago, from yeah. a few years ago, and it said like to be a commentator, yeah, by Vince McMahon or whatever, you need like up to date things. Like pop culture is pop culture, but when you have people saying things, that it's like your parents or your grandparents making modern day references, and it's yeah. just not cool. Yeah. Like, you it's, don't... it's as if everyone was instantly Rich Brennan. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, and I agree with the commentary, that how they're not really focusing on the in-ring action. And when they do, it's not on the people that need the focusing on. It's, I really, I don't think they're trying to troll the fans, but they definitely aren't. I just feel like that's what pro wrestling commentary is when when it comes to WWE, though. I feel like that really needs, even if you want to say that that's how it. I mean, I don't think that 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 wasn't how it was back in when it the kind of was though. But, it wasn't to sell the match; it was to sell the the bigger picture. I mean, yes, yeah, but even still, I mean, the outdated references and stuff like that's got to go. But yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, Rock. I, this is just my opinion. I keep. I hope that it still declines. Well, we already know. Cheering. We already know that in uh, two, two. Oh, which one do we have? We have two in a row, or what? For what? Oh no, that one's live. I was gonna say for rating decreases, because I mean, the twenty first, I, I would assume, is taped. So that's gonna be a decline. But is decline? it though? Maybe it won't be because Christmas is on a Friday this year. I don't know. Usually the de- the the tape shows are always a decline. Maybe we won't have a taped holiday show this year though. Because we have Christmas is on Friday. Christmas Eve is is Thursday and Christmas is Friday, which leaves an open live Monday night raw possibly with the thing, giving them the whole weekend and then Monday is is live from maybe. Brooklyn. The thing that I really really hope that they don't do is handle these rate is a ignore the rating decline or b feel that they have to be feel the need to bring back feel more older need. wrestlers feel the need for speed like, no, like i mean rick flair's back so <laughs> yeah like i hope that they don't feel that like they have to bring back the rock as champion and insert this other wcw or attitude era wrestler to become champion or well, like I hope that's not the way to deal with this. Not to go back to your old product. You got to build on what you have now, or just completely clear out what you have now and rebuild. Jake Roberts is coming back, isn't he? He cut that whole promo on Bray Wyatt. All right, what about that promo? <laughs> How about I was like it? that's out there, man. Like I don't even like. 
Like, yeah. even if it was for a joke, like, I don't get it. Do, do people it's, know what we're talking about? <laughs> like, I, 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 um, yeah, it was definitely interesting. It's garlic flavored, Bray. Yeah, like, what? I don't. What? Like, what? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. And, uh, yeah. But, you Safe to say know. you won't be in the Royal Rumble, though. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> never say never. Never say never. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. All right. Um, let's get on to some. Let's start with some pro wrestling results and uh, stuff like that, and then we'll go into the sports entertainment talk. Sound good to you? Yeah. There's a pay per view, of course, this Sunday. Yeah. Way too soon again, obviously. But but I mean, the bigger scene is the WWE NXT Takeover coming up. Um, all right, so let's go into some results from this past week. On December 4th, you had Tier 1 Wrestling, Rise or Die Trying from uh, Deer Park, New York. You had a Full Impact Pro World Heavyweight Champion, Caleb Connolly. He picked up the victory over Granakuma. Yeah, VSK picked up the victory against Ethan Page, Mike Verna, and Blake Morris. Yeah, and you have a new Tier 1 Champion, Rude Boy Riley defeating Luke Hawks. So congratulations to Rude Boy Riley. He was also rated number one on the Indie Power Rankings so uh, by a large amount of votes. So congratulations to him. And yeah, we've been – well, yeah, we've been supporter of Riley for a while now. So hopefully we can – this is just the beginning. Yeah. Uh, 12-5. On December 5th, we had I Believe in Wrestling, Believe 112. At the team do uh, team Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida, uh, we kicked off with Braden Knight picking up a victory, continuing his winning ways at I believe in I believe in wrestling as he defeated Gabriel Black via the curb stomp. Uh, the SCW Florida Heavyweight Champion Rhett Giddens uh, picked up the victory against Chico Adams. Yeah, you also had the NWA World Women's and Wonder of Stardom champions, Santana Garrett, pick up a victory and retain her championship against Shania Arana, Grace Storm, and MJ Knight. Yeah, a bunch more were, were there. Lince Dorado, John Hess, Teddy Hart were there. And, yeah. Uh, you can check out the next event, uh, December 19th. That's next week. Believe 113. Go to TeamVisionDojo.com. Follow them on Twitter at Team Vision Dojo. Yeah. Um, also, go follow I Believe in Wrestling uh, on Twitter, too. They just started off their uh, account. Um, you had the Chikara Season 15 finale take place uh, during this event. Ho uh, Hollow Wicked retained his grand championship against uh, Icarus and Eddie Kingston. But then Kimberly came out uh, cashing, cashing in her championship opportunity and picked up the victory over Hollywood to become the new grand champion of Chikara. Um, Which everyone is treating that as, as if it was the biggest thing in professional wrestling history to date. I feel like people are forgetting how outdated Chikara is now. I mean, since, since Chikara went on that, uh, that absence... That they went on, they really, uh, in my opinion, they haven't returned with, in the same fashion. I mean, a lot of their people, like Claudio isn't there anymore. And then everyone that they have now is just like, 
bleh. I mean, it's, it really is for kids, this, those events. I mean, outside of that, nah. So... Oh, hey, at least at least Rolling Stone covered it. Yeah, Rolling Stone covered it. I don't. It's cool because it's indie wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like there's a lot of other stuff going on. I mean, Rude Boy Riley picked up the victory. I mean, I guess because it's Kimberly winning a. I mean, being a female winning the Grand Championship, but even still, it's like because what is the Grand Championship? That's their just yeah, that's version their of heavyweight championship. championship. Yeah, that's their literally champion. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like this isn't the first time we've seen a woman win a heavyweight championship. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But even still, it's not that big of a deal. We know TNA, they won't be winning any championships. Really? Yeah, it's down to the final four. Uh, Matt Hardy, Bobby Lashley, Eric Young, and EC3. EC3. How did Gail Kim not make the cut? If anyone, how did Kong not make the cut? I think she should have made the cut. Did they even wrestle any males? Did they have any? I think they did, but I'm not positive. Uh huh. But if you really wanted to, um, I mean, I get where they're coming from with that as a final four. But if they really wanted people to like talk and have people tune in to Pop TV on January 5th for their very first debut episode, have Cog. Yeah. I mean, look at the, I mean, Chikara. Chikara was picked up by Rolling Stone magazine. Now, imagine if that was TNA. Yeah, TNA could get picked up that, by Destination America again. Exactly. And then I could finally see TNA. The, come January. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come, I was, come I, January, not. Yeah, I keep on seeing the promos, the advertisements. So I'm getting excited, kind of. All the, the commercials are featuring, like, EC3 a lot. It's going to be cool. That's the product, the product is good. I'm telling you. The product itself, like, match-wise, is good. I just have to get – as long as the sto- – my whole – I think a lot of us, our problems were the storylines. So as long as the storylines have improved, then I'm more than – I mean, the wrestling, the product of the matches have never been the issue at all. Yeah, but, like, you can't – obviously can't do anything. Like, Jesse Goddard is still there. Yeah. And who- Robbie E is still featured. So yeah, I, yeah. I think he's still featured at least. Nah. So all right. Uh, talking about being featured, let's feature these upcoming independent events that will be taking place. Yeah. Kick it's it off. December eighteenth. I don't know why I almost said twelfth. Well, actually, I do know why I said twelfth because <laughs> December. December is twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. So December eighteenth, we have five borough wrestling taking place in Brooklyn, New York. We're going to be seeing uh, a whole bunch of matches taking place. Yeah, for the first time ever, you're going to be seeing Jigsaw take on the Greek god Papadon. Yeah, what else are we going to see? A ton more. We'll read it. Oh, uh, you're going to be seeing the uh, you're going to be seeing a cruise uh, crusade for change challenge. Uh, three matches. They're going to be including Anthony Gargan versus Sanjay Dutt, Darius Carter versus Dan Moffin, Milk Chocolate versus Stockade and TJ Marconi, a.k.a. Brother Club. We're going to be seeing a number one contenders match for the Five Borough Wrestling Championship. Uh, I believe this is also another first time ever match. Kevin Matthews yeah. taking on the Lariat DJ Hyde. I never would have thought I would ever see that match, huh? 
Why do you say it like that? I I just would never <laughs> think I would ever see Kevin Matthews versus DJ Hyde. I didn't think so either. I mean, but also it's kind of um, different to see Kevin Matthews going outside of the PWS realm anyways. Yeah, he's been getting so, out there a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and a dream match, which I know that both of us would love to be there in person to see. Tony Nese is taking on Kenny Omega. That match, I if you go there live, if any listener goes there live, I want you to illegally videotape that. No, don't do that. Wow. But let us know how it is because I think that that could be a five-star match. Yes. I mean, both incredible athletes, both incredible professional wrestlers. Both should be with WWE in developmental. Well, I mean, Kenny Omega has his reasons. Yeah, but hey, would he ever go back? I never actually... I think he wouldn't. I don't. I think he said that he wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like a lot of wrestlers do say that they wouldn't, but then you also look at what they're doing with NXT and the Performance Center, and it's like, um, you know, maybe, maybe I will go back. Yeah, but then like you're getting NXT salary, which I mean, there's some people obviously that have had, as per breaking ground, we saw that people like Kevin Owens had like mm-hmm. an increase of of uh, wage or whatever you would say. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Which is rare, I guess. Apollo Crews got the same thing that Owens had. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like Kenny Omega can get something. I mean, he's not currently... Uh, no, he is with... He's under contract with New Japan, I think, still. So maybe that is out of the question. Yeah, and it's that's what it's rare for Omega to even be in the United States, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now they're taking... A lot, of the, a lot of promotions are booking him just to get him a... To, get him out there for their audience. And it's great. It's, I think that this match is genius. Tony Nese versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, you're also going to have the five borough wrestling tag team champions, flawless and lawless team up to take on team. Tremendous Bill Carr and Dan Barry. Um, that's going to be a fun match. Yeah. And then the five borough wrestling championship will be on the line. Brian Myers, current champion taking on the product. David Starr. And whoever, uh, I guess, wins that match yeah. will be taking on the winner of Kevin Matthews versus DJ Hyde. It's definitely going to be interesting considering I think DJ Hyde is paired up with uh, the product, David Starr, and Kevin Matthews with Brian Myers. I think that they both, at the last event, I think they had a tag team match, Starr and Hyde versus Matthews and Myers. So maybe we'll see Brian Myers taking on Kevin Matthews. That's what I'm kind of thinking is going to be happening. Um, but I do want to continue to see Brian Myers as champion, though. Yeah. Especially because it's not it's kind of a fresh victory for him, right? He hasn't been champion for that long. I mean, ish. Maybe like uh, three months. I think he won in the summer, right? I'm not sure. Probably. Uh, I guess with an independent. Okay. Yeah, tossing Kevin Matthews as champion. I'd be I'd be good with it. But then on the yeah, go with Kevin Matthews. Uh, yeah, so you could definitely go check this event out. You could go visit Facebook.com slash Five Borough Wrestling or on Twitter at Five Borough Rest. Uh, you could also see Raven, Matt Tremont, Alvin Alvarez, Ultimo Maya, and so much more. Uh, yeah, Five Borough Wrestling, December 18th. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, coming up in Rahway, New Jersey. We have December 19th, next Saturday, PWS Frightmare Before Christmas. 
a bunch of matches taking place there. We're going to be seeing Habib from the car wash, uh, former champion, taking on Fala. Former champion. Yeah. Uh, you're also going to be seeing former tag team partners, Anthony Bowens, taking on Bobby Wayward. Yeah, you got the PWS Tag Team Championships on the line. Handicap Heroes taking on the Reynolds Brothers and Club Taboo and Aesthetic Enterprise. I definitely got to go with Reynolds Brothers on this one. I think that we. I'd like to see them again be champions. Yeah, I, I want to see them as champions again. Um, you're going to be having the PWS Suicide Six Way Suicidal Six Way Champion, the Drunken Swashbuckler, take on Amazing Red CPA Jessica Havoc, Starman, and Bonesaw. I believe that this is the first time that a female will be featured in this match. I don't know though. Actually, I feel like I really feel like Kong? she's been in this before. Or I, someone has. I don't think Havoc has, but maybe Kong. I'm not sure. Maybe Kong. Or the only other person I can think of that may have been featured this, maybe Sumi. Just because her connection with PWS. Yeah, maybe. I can see Sumi up then. She's very well uh, respected. I can see her in this match too. Uh, another match taking place is Dan Moff taking on Jeff Jarrett. And we'll discuss more about that in a quick second. You want to discuss it right now? Uh, let's, let's go with it right now. I mean, this is kind of the start of it all. Yeah, okay, so... Yeah, let's start it. So, Global Force Wrestling announced the other... Or this week, I should just say, that on January 21st in Rahway, New Jersey, or January 22nd, they're going to be at the I Mid... I thought No, well, 22nd, I think, is Mid-Hudson Civic. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever, upstate, wherever, Poughkeepsie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's their very first New York date is up there. And then their very first New Jersey date ever will be with uh, PWS in Rahway, New Jersey on January 23rd. So it's going to be Global Force versus PWS. Yeah. So it's kind it of a start be... where Dan Moff is a PWS guy. Jeff Jarrett's obviously Global Force. Yeah, this is where it's all going to start from. But didn't Global Force, they have had New York dates before. No. Yeah, they had, had what the, kind of? They had the baseball uh, stuff. Not in New York. I think they that did. was all through the South. That wasn't New York at all. Really? I thought that they did have one no. New York date. No, that was all all, all the South. Huh? Because if if there was like a, a relatively close New York date, I would have I wouldn't have mind going. I would have went. Yeah. So that's a great opportunity for a lot of these wrestlers on the PWS roster. Uh, and I mean, then again, a lot of, or not a lot of, but a few Global Force Wrestling roster members are also part of the Pro Wrestling Syndicate roster, so that yeah, makes so some things interesting. Where does Brian Myers lay? Heavenly Bodies. Kevin Matthews is also, I guess, part of that. I guess now you would say Pat Buck is also, which Pat Buck is the owner and promoter. I'm going to say that Pat Buck should... He'll turn and go with Global Force Wrestling. Imagine that. What if he I does think a double Mike Tyson swerve in the same night? Yeah, right. I think that would be interesting <laughs> where you have your co-owner uh, turn on his own company to align himself with Jeff Jarrett because it's a, a – I'm doing quotation marks – a better opportunity money-wise for him. So you're I, saying that there are chances for Platinum Pat Buck coming back or no? 
I'm dude. Imagine, know, imagine. I don't want to put the rumors out there on the sites or anything. Yo, imagine, global- imagine Global Force books in that way. Like they, they, they're like, oh yeah, we were a big fan of your stuff in OVW. Can, <laughs> can you get the extension, the dreadlock extension, the blonde dreadlocks and everything? Yeah, but there's so many wrestlers that I would love to see on the Global Force. I mean, Bobby Wayward, Bowens, TDS, so many more deserving wrestlers. Uh, on this roster that should get noticed and hopefully they and hopefully they will yeah so hopefully this is some sort of key into the ignition and yeah. uh it'll start things going well talking about the kitchen. talking about a key <laughs> in the ignition i think that this upcoming match the main event for this event we didn't even say the, the tv the championship though oh yeah so let me say that really quick. I'll say okay. that. The PWS uh, TV Championship will be on the line. Chris Payne, current champion, taking on Brian Myers in a ladder match. Brian Myers does not believe that he lost the PWS TV title. Yeah, so this we should be finding out the true champion. Um, yeah, but as I was talking about, the key in the ignition, I think that this could be a huge jumpstart for P- current PWS champion Matt McIntosh. He can potentially pick up a victory against Kenny Omega, Mario Bokara, and Sammy Callahan. The returning Sammy Callahan. Yeah, returning, recently released. I think that this would be a huge boost for Matt McIntosh. Uh, He's one of the recent champions, and I think that it would be a shame if he lost. Yeah. Really would. Some more uh, more big names in attendance there. You're going to be seeing Raven. You're going to be seeing Buff the Stuff Bagwell. Uh, Billy, Billy Gunn. Gunn. Billy Gunn will be making an appearance there. Yeah, so go check that out. Also, on the 19th of December, NYWC Tour de Circus in Deer Park, New York. You're going to be seeing Tony Mama Luke take on Tyler Murphy. Uh, yeah. Tony Mama Luke tried to, take, uh, tried to injure... Uh, Chris Rivera at the last event, so Tyler Murphy stepping up to defend her. Yeah, you got uh, Man of Steel, Mike Verna, and Talon teaming up to take on Apollyon and King Mega. You're also going to be having Anthony Nice take on Masada. That should be uh, that's, that's a, really cool. That's a different match. That's because Masada is a big hardcore wrestler, so definitely interest should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the MYWC Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Flawless and Lawless defending the titles against the amazing Gulaks. That's Rory and Drew, in case people did not know yeah, that, those, also, that those two were related. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're also going to be seeing the new NYWC Fusion Champion, Alvin Alvarez, taking on the former NYWC Fusion Champion, Chainsaw, Joe Gacy. Uh, I think that this is a definitely an... A big, big match for Alvin Alvarez, and he's going to have to pick up that victory, prove that he is the true Fusion champion. I mean, yeah, he is the true Fusion champion, but I think he has to continue his winning ways right now. Yeah, and then in our main event, we're going to be seeing, at least I assume the main event probably is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be seeing the Hounds of Hatred, uh, Bam Sullivan, Boo Sullivan, and uh, NYWC champion Stockade. Taking on the O team that consists of Anthony Lacera, Jesse Vane, and the Big O. I do love the fact that Bam and Boo are being featured in the main event. Same thing with Lacera and Vane. 
Uh, it's nice to see a rotation of superstars in the main event. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's great to give other people opportunities to shine, and I think that this is a good spot. Yeah, six-man tag grudge matches. Uh... Yeah, so go check out NYWCWrestling.com and on Twitter at NYWCWrestling. Yeah. Um, just to backtrack on the dates, uh, the next three events are going to be for 2CW. They are closing up shop on the 17th. Uh, 2CW is nothing left to prove being in Binghamton, New York. You're going to be seeing Young Bucks and Kenny Mo Omega take on 2 Infinity and Beyond, Colin Delaney, Cheech, and Eddie Edwards. Will Kenny Omega... No, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, will Kenny Omega join the Young Bucks, but... They're already together with Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like in America? <laughs> but it, will, will Kenny Omega join the Biz Quiz? Biz Quiz? Yeah, right? Isn't that their thing in America? I, I don't know. Isn't that like the Bullet Club can't be called the Bullet Club in America, so they're called the Biz Quiz or something? Really? I have I no clue. So. I have no clue. So we're going to be seeing the 2CW champion, Sammy Callahan, taking on Dalton Castle. Yeah. Uh, the next day, 2CW Christmas Chaos 2 in Elmira, New York. You're going to be seeing Rhino take on Pepper Parks. Yeah, uh, 2CW champion again right there, Sammy Callahan, newly won, uh, taking on Matt Hardy. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Have we seen that before or no? I, I think we have. The I triple think, threat. I think we have. Was it a triple threat or no? I, I don't know if it was triple threat. I think they did have a, a feud, though, um, in the past. But even still, uh, it should be fun to check out. Yeah. Uh, Kane Helms will also be there. Some, some other yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the on the 20th, it's going to be 2CW's final show in Syracuse, New York. No matches are announced for it. Uh, they're keeping that a surprise. But some of the roster that's going to be there, 2CW champion Sammy Callahan, Young Bucks, Jessica Havoc, Johnny Gargano, AR Fox, Candice LeRae, Chase Styles, Two Cold St uh, Scorpio, and a lot more. I uh, never know who will show up at a final show, so go check out 2CW.com for more information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Want to go into outside the ring news? I mean, is it really outside the ring news? Mm, no, but we could go and we could cover so we might as well, well, we'll cover that when it comes time for it. All right. So with that in mind, we'll uh, be right back, and we'll take a quick break. And now we'll be right back. <laughs> and now we'll be right here, back. Here on Marking Out. Hey guys, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you're listening to Marking Out. It's morphin' time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This again is episode 253. 253? Yeah, now moving on, switching the pace up a little bit, moving yeah. on to some WWE talk. Yeah, let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. As the sun rises here on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, League of Nations opened up Monday Night Raw. Uh, it was interesting. It was as expected, I guess you should say, first of all. Uh, the unexpected part was when the lights went out and the Wyatt family appeared. Yeah. For whatever reason, very puzzling there. And if it wasn't, if you if you weren't puzzled enough, then uh, the Dudley Boys and Tommy Dreamer came out, uh, f 
who I, said it? Bubba Ray said it, I think, was the extreme don't die, they multiply. And then brought Rhino out. Yeah. So, and then if you weren't completely confused with that, uh, the Usos and S.H.I.E.L.D. came out. Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. 2.0. So, all four teams of these four men teams stared each other down and I guess eventually got into a giant match. Yeah, yeah. Which I, just screamed TLC. Yeah. Not Survivor Series. And it screams goodbye to Wyatt's We Don't Care About You. So, well, not necessarily. I think that it, this... it was... I don't know. It, I'm, I'm going to rank. The actual... Right, well, I don't... First, let's talk about the actual match, though. No, no, no. I don't even want to care about the match. I think that it is idiotic that you have the Wyatts feuding with the EC uh, Team ECW, which, by the way, have... were referred to Team Extreme, and everybody knows yeah, that it's... Team Extreme is Matt, Jeff, and Lita. Exactly, no, Party it's boys. Team ECW. Yeah, and then you have had the League of Nations feuding with Shield 2.0 to combine the four of these together is just idiotic. How? Why are you going to take the Wyatts? Could have picked up the victory over ECW in at uh, the pay per view, and I mean they, they still, still can. They, they had another can. match further on down the but road in Raw. But even still, there's no reason to put all of these together. I mean, uh, let's talk about the match. Well, listen, I was pleased that Raw opened differently than normal. I'm not. I. It's just it feels it felt fresher. But a long promo followed by an even longer match that was absurd and pointless. Yeah, it looked like they were just having a training session. Having so many people in the ring and it was just... Yeah, so the Shield and the Usos eventually picked up the nation. Uh, the nation eventually picked up the victory. But the Wyatts were the first ones eliminated. Yeah, by a DDT. Yeah, a DDT. Which, I mean, that, yes, given that is Tommy Dreamer's finisher. And it wasn't a Dreamer driver, yeah, as they well, said. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the Wyatts should not have been the first ones eliminated. It was, it was a cluttered... It, out. Yeah, it was a cluttered elimination match. It was... I don't know what creative was thinking, and I think that it's awful. Awful. Yeah, well... Um, yeah. Up, up next... We had uh, Stardust in the back cutting his another one of his Stardust promos, and uh, like the the past few weeks, Titus O'Neil appears. Why they're not explaining any of this? What's going on with that? Because I refuse to watch that on YouTube. Honestly, I have no idea. It, it's, it's, just, it's almost as if the same thing is happening with Miz, where like Titus O'Neil's trying to take Stardust under his wing because he wants the real Cody Rhodes back. I. It's like he was like Cosmic Wasteland, just, nope, sorry. We're going to put you with Titus, and Titus is going to interrupt you every single week. And we're not, yeah, not going to explain any of this. There. No, we're not going to explain any of this. And it's, it's like Cosmic Wasteland had the whole Cesaro section for, for like months. Yeah. Unexplained, completely unexplained. Cesaro months. gets injured. It, it was really just three weeks. It wasn't really months. It felt like months. <laughs> completely um, unexplained, though. And then Cesaro gets injured, and now... Out of nowhere, they're like, "Oh, let's let's get uh, Cody Rhodes in a uh, Stardust in a, a thing with Titus O'Neil without explaining that at all." But let's take a session away from Stardust, and if we ever keep them together, we'll just we'll just do it. We'll use it for the pay per view. That's stupid. 
Very stupid. Uh, next up, you had Kevin Owens pick up the victory over Dolph Ziggler. Summer Ray and uh, Tyler Breeze were at ringside for this <laughs> in the VIP section, but I think it would have been more effective if they were both on commentary rather than just being off camera for the whole match, basically. Yeah, I I agree. It's what's the point? Because if they're just not on camera, they're not on commentary. Are they really out there? And the whole, I think, like the whole point of this match seemed like it was a thing for Ambrose and Kevin Owens anyway, because they showed Ambrose in in the back eating popcorn and drinking whatever. And then afterwards, Ambrose came out. So then why is he not out there at ringside too? I guess the point was is that they're showing him backstage doing it. And after, after the match was over, Ambrose came out with the popcorn, with the drink, tossed it in Kevin Owens' face, and then that was it. So it was clearly just something for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I think why, if anything, switch it up and have Dean Ambrose out there instead of Tyler Breeze, or have them both out there. Yeah, but I mean, I it really, feel like it's just it really, disorganized. It really didn't do anything for Ziggler and Breeze. No. It's are like they, they set up... No, they're not doing no, because... Yes, they are, though. It's like they set up a feud and then put it on autopilot. Yeah, but they... In my mind, they're not feuding. But they are. They, yeah, but there's no build-up. I mean... They've had, they've had multiple matches already. It's not like they're leading up to a match at a pay-per-view. They've had multiple matches already where we've had clean finishes. Even though I, I would assume that... They would have a um, an opening match, maybe. I mean, Ziggler beat Breeze last show, week on Raw say. clean. He beat him this week on SmackDown clean. Uh, in the past, he's defeated him. I mean, what's the what's the point to this feud? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Just to show Tyler Breeze losing, or to like, I mean, I just, I don't get the point of the feud. Yeah, but uh, up next after that, we saw we went we went backstage. So Neville standing around and uh, Miz appeared, and then Miz introduced Donnie Deutsch, who is now the star of his own show on USA Network. Donnie, Donnie Deutsch. I think he's a radio guy in New York, or something, or a radio guy in general, maybe. Well, that's great that they're putting. But he has a show. No, he has a show on USA Network now, Mm -hmm. and I think everyone should check it out because I think it's really funny. Yeah, I haven't spoken about it tons of times now. No, it's I really funny. I really like Deutsch. it. I've definitely spoken about it multiple Deutschland. times on this show. In fact, I said Chris Jericho was even on the very first episode. Donnie Deutsch. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And uh, but but Miz tried to get Neville under his wing again, just like last week. And Donnie gave Neville his card. He goes, "Oh, maybe we could do something with my show." And Miz's like, "Oh, you should just take my card instead." So. So we have Titus O'Neil trying to get. Yep. Cole, so Stardust under under his wing. What, we have the Miz trying to get seems. Neville under his wing. Yeah. We have Goldust falling off completely. Nowhere, nowhere to be found. Um, we have Ascension nowhere to be found. I mean, in association with Stardust, it's Darren Young nowhere to be found. <laughs> nowhere to be found. He's in the hospital resting up. What do you mean? This uh, he tweeted out a picture of him in a hospital. I think he, maybe he was a little bit ill. But, yeah, this creative, this writing, this Raw, the past few Raws, you, do, do they really question why the ratings are dropping? Nobody cares about these storylines, these matches. I mean, the only people suffering 
really are the wrestlers putting on matches that mean nothing. They're meaningless. Yeah. That is the worst thing you can say about a wrestling match is that it's meaningless. And these matches are meaningless. So next up you had Team Bad pick up a victory over uh, Team Bella. Um, yeah, Naomi and uh, Sasha Banks taking on Bree and Alicia. Yes. Yeah, so. But the um, I guess the main part to take away from this, which was even more confusing, well, well, yeah, still confusing to me, was the fact that New Day came out afterwards and uh, gave Team Bad their new unicorn horns, which can be purchased at www.shop.com. Which I also don't get because the other week they were like feuding on the backstage fallout. Yeah. Like and having then, competitions against each other. And then they just all danced. I was very confused by it. But uh, that led to them, New Day, cutting a promo, which led right into Lucha Dragons defeating New Day, which was uh, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston. The Usos, yeah. the Usos were on commentary there, which... I, I don't I don't get the I UK see. losing ways going into a pay-per-view. Yeah, well... I still... I don't... Yeah, both both matches, too. Yeah, I... But I, I, I still don't... I think there's absolutely no reason for the Usos being in this match. Like, there's... I agree. Why are they being shot right up there to the title scene? Like, but even take that out of it, though, I think back when Sin Cara did what he did, like, oh... Like it's our match, but or we were here first, but yeah, sure. Let's let's invite you guys in the match. I don't think that made him look like noble or anything. I thought that made him look stupid. Yeah, I. It's stupid. It's stupid. And, and if New Day loses the titles, or should they lose the titles on Sunday? It which better not. I, be I don't see happening. Yeah, I don't see that happening. But if they were to lose the titles, the only other team that should be walking out champions is Lucha Dragons. I agree. Uh, next up, we had Miss TV. Yeah, with Charlotte and Rick. Great. Complete waste of time. All so to happy. Me, all to me it did was put all the focus on Ric Flair, focus on how bad of an actor Charlotte is, and then when Miz is like, oh, by the way, Paige is also going to be on the show, Paige comes out, gets introduced, uh, made Paige look weak. Because Paige goes to attack, and then nope. Charlotte gets the upper hand again. Yeah. Very poor booking of the Divas Revolution. Continuing poor booking. Yeah. And, um, and then Ric Flair announced, oh, I'm going to be in my daughter's corner. Yeah. So that's happening. That's the thing. Uh, Rusev versus Ryback. That went through a double count out because... Right back, chased Rusev and ran into Lana, which, which the cameras did. He, did the cameras show on Raw Live? She like ran into him. Yeah, but did they did they actually show the collision on Raw? Because on the, on the YouTube they didn't show it. Yeah, no, they showed the collision because, and the reason why they they didn't show it was because it really nothing really happened. Ah, uh. so she was faking her injury. It turned out. When hey, Ryback it, it was, was checking an ankle. On. What? It was an ankle, so maybe she listens to the podcast. Why? Because last, last week you said that it was her ankle, but it was her hip, and I corrected you on it being her hip. It was and not this her week hip. it was her ankle. Did you just say? Hip. I thought you said pickle. <laughs> yes, she, she injured her pickle last week. No, uh, very it wasn't her hip last week, was it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah the steps went into her hip. I'm pretty sure it was her ankle. 
I think pretty sure it was her ankle. Well, we could agree it wasn't her pickle. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but yeah. Ryback was checking on her, and then Rusev attacked Ryback and locked the accolade into... Uh, that's when the, the double countdown happened. Instead of rolling into the ring really quickly to pick up the 10-count victory yeah, well, like, roll back not, out That doesn't show anything for Rusev. That just shows that he doesn't care about wins. That's, I think, we, a positive we know thing, that. though. Yeah, so why even bother going back in the ring? Yeah, that's true. Uh, next up, you had Swagger pick up the victory over Stardust. Um, you know, yeah, why? Titus, Titus was on commentary. And uh, Del Rio and Zeb Coulter came out. And Del Rio tried to use a chair afterwards, and then Swagger also grabbed a chair, so... Why is Swagger being shot into this position? I, I mean... His connection with Zeb Coulter? Yeah, but this is, like, it's pointless. We've seen Swagger squashed for the past few weeks, and now he's he's a contender for the U.S. Championship? I is mean... It? I don't... Oh, it is for the title. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, that... <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it either. But that's obviously, like, they set that up. I'm like, oh, that's clearly going to be a chairs match, which I still have no idea what a chairs match is. Yeah, it's, I still don't think anyone does. Somebody reminded us saying, hey, at least it's not a stairs match. Remember that from last year? Big uh, Big Show versus Eric Rowan? Mm-hmm. No. But what? still, what was a stairs match? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so in the main event, you had... Wait, but wait, but afterwards... Bat, uh, Del Rio tripped over Zeb Coulter's scooter. I didn't see that on a YouTube show either. Yeah, so, and then afterwards, backstage, uh, Del Rio yelled at Zeb Coulter and said that he doesn't need him, so I guess I think they broke up or something. That is the best breakup ever. Yeah, he like, goes, you make me look stupid. It couldn't, it couldn't be uh, Zeb Coulter turning on him to help uh, Swagger win the match. It couldn't be anything else. It was... He tripped him? Get out of here, Pero. I mean, come on. I mean, that gets Zeb Coulter away from the League of Nations. Yeah, but still, that's the way that they go about it. And I guess Mex America, rest in peace, officially dead. Awful. So. Awful. But uh, up next after that, we saw Braun Strowman taking on Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, for the, whatever reason, WWE thought this was a great way to build towards a pay-per-view match for yeah, Sunday. Great, huge let's, match let's have, for Strowman. Let's, let's have Braun and Tommy Dreamer wrestle each other. You, you know, Tommy Dreamer, he just picked up a victory over uh, Eric Rowan earlier in the night with a huge impact of a DDT. So, yeah. Yeah. And this match went exactly how you would expect it to go. Hangman, choke, man, choke hold or whatever, bear hug. Yeah, Strowman could have locked that in earlier in the night. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. the, the whole pay-per-view thing was rushed. Uh, the past two, I mean, everything has been rushed. Even Survivor Series was rushed. Survivor Series very much so, yeah. I mean, look at the Wyatt's Taker in them. The, everything was is so rushed. I think that they're, I really, I honestly think that WWE is in a panic. Every, yeah, everything care. really, it's, it's so rushed that they're going to have to retire soon. I, I feel that like was, that, that was an awful joke. The the drummer from Rush retired. Oh, <laughs> that was um, terrible. It's 2015. I think it was the drummer from Rush. Even I don't even know. But even still, um, I think that it, the WWE is in. I don't care what the reports are. I don't care how calm they are and relaxed. 
I think that behind closed doors, Vince McMahon and or Stephanie and them are very much so in a panic with the droppings of ratings because look at how the product is. Everything is so rushed that they can't find something that's sticking. But I, I don't. I'm trying to rush like, to find something that's going to stick with the fans yeah, and get think, ratings. Think about like the the last time we had a pay per view was literally two weeks ago, or yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, so but there's no reason to uh, change to create new storylines right three away. Three weeks ago, actually, I guess you could have started building some storylines back then, and they didn't. I mean, why is Ziggler and versus Tyler Breeze being given away for free as opposed to being built up over time for a pay-per-view yeah. match? Yeah, I, I mean, it's just I'm not understanding the booking of any of this. None of it aligns itself with Survivor Series either, for the and most part. After Strowman defeated Tommy Dreamer, we came back from commercial or whatever, and Roman Reigns was in the ring to cut a promo, had a table set up, had a chair set up, ladder set up, uh, eventually led to Sheamus coming out, and this was probably one of the worst segments I've seen in recent history. I I agree. I don't. They, they I don't. ended up. Sheamus is like, oh, I'm not coming down there to fight you. You have the table. You have this. Reigns gets rid of the, the chair. He gets rid of the ladder. Throws the table, and then they all they they both brawl. I, I was very surprised I mean, that the League of Nations didn't get involved. Right. Usually, like a brawl before a pay per view is good, but it's not working anymore because everything else on the product stinks. It stinks. Like they have <laughs> like impressive. twice. I know, completely awful. It stinks. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Okay, well, it's getting better. Um, but even still, Shield 2.0 should have made an impact. League of Nations could have made an impact. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. So it ended with uh, they fought through the crown and everything, and then ended where Sheamus got speared through one of three tables that were set up against the ring apron, which kind of looked like it was supposed to be, like, impactful enough that Sheamus was going through, like, multiple tables. Yeah, no, it didn't look like that. Right. So, and, and like, everyone on Twitter was complaining about this. Yeah. Everyone. I think, like, like, I don't know, there's not, I, I have no faith in WWE. I really don't. I don't care anymore. And I know I've said this in the past, that about my lack of care for WWE. But I'm very happy that the ratings are showing that now because in the past I felt like they, this for a long time already, a few months, maybe a, a full year that I've had I have lost all interest in WWE outside of New Day and uh, like Kevin Owens and Cesaro. I have and uh, Kalisto. I've lost all interest in whatever WWE puts forth. And I'm happy that the ratings and a lot of people are finally starting to come around and see that, like, the product is just getting worse and worse and worse. Maybe come January, Dewey Foley will do some magic. Apparently, he's just fetching coffee now. Really? So, yeah. He's not – it's going to take a long time to work work your way up in the company to so actually – But stuff. what is he doing? He's just interning for the creative? Pretty much. Pretty much, he's just. From what I've read, he's giving the script like to the actual like the script gets written, and That's then what, he's giving the script to the wrestlers and explaining them what they're going to be doing. Okay, that's what like realistically you could have assumed, but 
Yeah. Everyone I mean, was like, Joey Foley got signed to creative? Realistically, he got the job because of his last name. Come on. He got signed because of connections. That's what I would assume. But connections make... Even though Mick Foley denies that. Of course. But... The father of the... Yeah, come on. <laughs> I, hey, I'm a huge Mick Foley mark. I don't, I'm not, I'm never going to say anything bad about Foley. There is never I'm, anything I'm bad to say about I'm not saying anything bad Foley. about him, but I'm not going to... But... Really? But, yes, but I do believe... Like, there's no way around that. Yeah. Like, Noel had a job with WWE. I mean, yes, other people get jobs with WWE, like, for college credit and stuff, but... Yeah, and now, what's his face? The Her boyfriend, the clown, puts out on uh, a letter to WWE about their increased inflation of prices and stuff like that. Prices for, of what? Of the events and stuff. Uh, I guess what? now... The, they're increasing all the ticket prices. Are they? That's from what I read from that. But <laughs> even still, and then like McFoley's insulting, uh, saying how the NXT fans are disrespectful, but and taking away from the product. Yet his girl, his sister, his sister, his daughter is dating one of the biggest marks out there. Like I'm just very. I feel like so many people are disconnected with the product, and they, and the people that aren't disconnected have to be censored. And I feel like the only time Mick Foley only recently has been disconnected from WWE, but now with the Dewey involvement of there, now he has to reconnect himself and he's not going to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on to some SmackDown, though. SmackDown. Kicked off with anything I cared about? No. Yeah, Roman Reigns and Alberto Del Rio went to a no contest. Uh, Usos and Ambrose and League of Nations, both both teams respectively, ringside. What was the intro for this? It, it just, I don't know. It just, it just appeared. So why? Because then why is Del Rio not in the League of Nations not making their impact at the closure of Raw with Reigns? Why does Reigns have to go over Sheamus, your champion? Why can't Sheamus, the champion, go into the pay-per-view one-up on Reigns? Yeah, Why? I don't know. But uh, during the match, it was uh, there was a lot of times that both of them could have won. Uh, more so for Del Rio. A lot of, uh, a lot of heavy two counts for Del Rio. But um, the League of Nations pulled him out of the ring. And then the Usos and Shield attacked them, which turned into a giant brawl, which turned into a no contest, leading into a four-on-four tag team match for the main event. Yay. Uh, next, we saw Dolph Ziggler picking up the victory against Tyler Breeze in a feud that is going nowhere. <laughs> the quote-unquote feud. The match is a rematch from what they said from two weeks ago. So this rematch match, from two weeks ago. It happened last week on Raw. So this match was only no. Well, what about SmackDown from two weeks ago? Let's see. SmackDown from two weeks ago. Uh, nope. Breeze faced Ryder two weeks ago. And oh wait, wait, wait. No, I no, no, no. I lied because there was that one when I was home where I didn't have my notes. Oh. Yeah. So the only reason they're telling me that this was a match is because of something that happened two weeks ago. As opposed to last Raw, God forbid they mentioned uh, whatever his face is, Ziggler picking up the victory already over him. So, uh, yeah. 
But like on, I mean, like for Monday Night Raw, I think it, it would have been beneficial for Summer Rae to be on commentary here. To it would kinda... be beneficial for Breeze to pick up a victory too. Why is yeah. – let me get this out there. Why – okay. I understand the super kick. Okay, you're wearing the long tights. You look like Shawn Michaels. Cool for you, dude. But why is he getting rid of the zigzag? Why uh, he still does kick? that occasionally. Yeah, but now I feel like I'm being like bombarded with super kick. Like – even more than before with the Usos and stuff. Why are we not doing the zigzag? Yeah, I don't know. Finish the match with the zigzag. Do a super kick for a setup or whatever. I always, I always looked at, I always looked at Dolph Ziggler's super kick as a uh, signature move rather than a finishing move. Exactly. That's all it is. It's not. I mean, it's not the same as Shawn Michaels' storm or uh, Stevie Richards' kicks. Yeah, but I think his in his own right is really good. Glacier had a better kick, dude. Glacier? What? Glacier he did didn't have do a, a super kick, though. He didn't? Wasn't that, a, wasn't that just a side kick? I don't know. But, I mean, it's not it's not bad. I mean, but honestly, who can't throw a super kick? You could throw a super kick. And it's pretty uh, first of all, I don't think I can throw a super kick. I've seen it. I uh, No, maybe a big boot, not a super kick. <laughs> super kick, my leg, for whatever reason, doesn't extend out. It doesn't, like... All right, yeah, I could do it. I could sell it and everything. But even but still, there's nothing... Like this match, no one cares about. They get, and it's not because of the wrestlers involved. It's because they didn't. They yeah, they didn't build up. They didn't build up a feud. They didn't do anything with it. They just nope. That's it. You're gonna go out they, there they face him. To, they started to do something with it with Summer Rae being involved, and then it's like they completely dropped out of that storyline with Summer Rae. And yeah, everything went everything went south when when Rollins got injured. You know, we, we you completely could, forgot that they were doing anything for like two weeks, and then they got right, right back into it, and then it just nothing. They didn't do anything with it. I mean, you completely dropped the stuff with uh, Ziggler and Summer Rae and Lana. That entire triangle, you know, you were going to play this into this storyline. Yeah, thanks yet, TMZ. Yeah, yet then this drops. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, all right, so next up you had Lucian Dragons pick up victory over New Day. Yeah, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. And Sinkara and Kalisto. Yeah, because everybody didn't know who the Well, Lucha you know, I figured, I figured you might as well uh, name them too, just yeah. in case people are confused. But I guess for whatever reason, whatever, whatever happened on Monday Night Raw wasn't good enough. Yeah. So they, they did this match again, or a form of it again. Yeah, so the tag team champions had to lose... Two times, but this this match made me it made me yeah. less angry with uh, Usos being involved though, because but, on Sunday I think it should be really awesome. I don't know when the last time we saw a three teamed ladder match was. Okay, I know the match is going to be awesome, but still, your tag team champions just lost two times in one week cleanly, which I mean that should just set up for them to actually win at the pay per view. Uh, maybe, maybe the day before, but still, I mean, the tag team champions. Yeah, I don't know. But I liked, uh, I thought it was funny during the match, Langston was trying to use Xavier Woods' trombone and, like, kept trying to use it, couldn't couldn't get a thing to work. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. But uh, uh, seeing seeing Kalisto versus Kobe Kingston, I thought that's always fun to watch. And uh, I do hope that come Sunday we'll see a Salida Del Sol off the ladder. I feel like it's too predictable. I want to see something different. I, I mean, we've seen that, that before. Too, not off a ladder. I feel like we have. We've seen it off the top ten back open on a ladder. 
Well, I feel like I've seen it off a ladder. Don't think so. I mean, maybe you've seen it in like the independent circuit. Dude, I don't know. Kalisto's never been in a ladder match, dude. Really? Has he? What about NXT? That's What's the that? thing. I I feel like I've seen him hit. I don't think they had, No, there's no ladder. way. There's no possible way. There's no way they didn't have a ladder match. Did he hit it? Was he in Money in the Bank or something? Or was he? Did he? I feel like he did it to Cesaro. Never happened. I don't know. But even still, it should be a really good match. But these the storylines are so cluttered up where it's just still. Um. All right. Next up, you had a great old contract signing. Yeah, where um, Dean Ambrose was out there and Kevin Owens was not. He sent an attorney, quote unquote, to uh, sign the contract for him, and then Kevin Owens came from behind and they battled. And before since, before since when does this championship get a contract signing? I mean, I guess it, they're they're trying to build it up bigger. When when you have nothing to build up right now, though, it's awful. Yeah. But, All right. So you were saying? Yeah. Before Ambrose could get the 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 bigger upper hand, uh, Kevin Owens escaped. So. But the the way that you build up a championship isn't with the contract signing. I you guess WWE might just figure that like, oh, a contract signing means this is a big match. Um. Obviously, they had it with the divas. The divas match. With Paige and Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Which closed right? Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Like, I just don't... Don't just dish out contract signings because, in my opinion, contract signings are stalemates. And now, modern day, they're awful. It's not like back in the day where it was a cool thing where, oh, someone's going to jump over the table and attack someone. It's... Now it's expected. And it's also... It's just... There's not enough action. Not enough of a selling point with the with the contract signing. Just stupid. Speaking of just stupid, stupid uh, Ryback picked up a victory against Ascension. Without Stardust. Uh, nothing, in my opinion, during this match, what the Ascension was doing was good. Like, no. when they had opportunities to stop Ryback from doing a move to each other... They didn't. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, that's not tag team wrestling. No. Awful. And 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 I know I did say that I wouldn't mind seeing Ryback wrestling two people again. Yeah, well, you got but what you I for. didn't mean an actual tag team that should be built up instead of treated this way. You well, can't have me watch NXT and talk about how dominant of a team they were and then cut yeah. to the main roster and they're they're being defeated in a two-on-one handicap match. Um, Ryback right doesn't need to be built up. As, well, to, come to, on. Come on, dude. Be honest. I mean, this is the tag team that one of the guys was eliminated by a, a DDT from Goldust. Or no, no. Uh, reverse DDT or whatever. No. no. It was what the, do you hit? It was the, the power slam thing. Oh, yeah. Power slam. A scoop slam or whatever. Whatever it was. Yeah. No, yeah. It was just a... Just a power slam that he defeated one of them with. So give give them a break. They are on the up and up. But like Ryback doesn't need to be built up to face someone like Rusev. It doesn't. No. They're both equal. Like they're not like. And you don't pit them up against someone. I mean, you could have. I would have been a lot more happy if you had Mark Henry in this. 
instead of right yeah, back, right. build up Mark Henry and then put yeah, Mark, Mark Henry Henry's versus right back. Mark Henry's not somebody that would. The, the whole point of this match was basically Rusev and Lana. Yeah, but which they, they were on commentary, and that was basically the whole focus of the match anyway. It didn't work. Which, by the way, I'm getting disgusted seeing them making out on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Something I'm disgusted with is next up you had Becky Lynch pick up a victory over Paige. Which the match, the match was going just fine. Yeah, it, it was, was going dandy. fine. Charlotte came out during it. And that's where I got disgusted first. I think this just continues to make Becky look like a nothing. Um, Alright, so Becky did lock in the, the arm breaker, whatever she this calls armor. it. This armor on Paige. Picks up the victory. But then explain to me, because then YouTube cut out, but it showed Charlotte get in the ring next to Becky Lynch. What happened? Yes, no, so she, well, Charlotte came out, which didn't even cause a distraction. Didn't really do anything. Paige was doing her moves, and then it just Becky turned it into the disarmor. Yeah. And then Charlotte got in the ring and celebrated Becky's victory. With her? Like, they were both celebrating together? No, she was celebrating. Becky was not really celebrating with Charlotte, but Charlotte was there celebrating. But, I, like... But I, this is... I don't get why Charlotte is getting in the ring with Becky Lynch, considering that last week... Well, because last week was just friendly competition, quote-unquote. Friendly competition. Charlotte, to, Charlotte to, to, to quote cheated. Charlotte, or to somewhat quote Charlotte, that's the wrestling business. You have to do she that. cheated. To pick up a victory against their best friend, I don't. I don't get this. I don't my, get this at my all. My gripe is <clears throat> if Becky Lynch was able to defeat Paige, why isn't she the one in the pay per view match? Although, right? I mean, I said this off air to you was that this is, should at least lead to Becky Lynch interrupting the title match on Sunday, like Charlotte interrupted Becky's match. And, and, or, but yeah, Becky versus yeah. Paige, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happened the other week. So that will eventually lead to the road to the Royal Rumble, eventually leading to a triple threat match for the Divas Championship at the Royal Rumble. Who's excited for that one? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, you know the match already. Paige and Becky are going to put on the match. Charlotte's going to go get hit, knocked to the outside of the ring. She's going to stay out there for a little bit, come back in, get knocked out to the corner of the ring. Come back in, pick up the victory. Yes, if there is a triple threat match between the three of them, that is exactly how that match happens. Because there I've seen go. multiple person matches with Charlotte Flair, and that's exactly how it happens. And everyone's like, oh my god, this was the match of the year. And no, Charlotte did nothing in that match to make that the match of the year. People are the delusional people. by Mark Dreams. So, I don't want Charlotte to be on the road to WrestleMania as Divas Champion. I don't want her to even have a WrestleMania match, even though it's going to happen. Why I don't want is her Sasha to be a Divas Banks, Champion. Why aren't they pulling the trigger on Sasha Banks? What needs to happen is Becky Lynch or Paige takes the title from Charlotte. Charlotte fizzles out, retires, just like David. Maybe, I think she, she, has, maybe she goes to TNA and tries her, her luck in TNA, but they see that she has no talent before they even put her on television. Like, I just don't get why was, Becky and Paige By the way, are, that, was, that was a David Flair reference. Yeah, I don't think... With WWE. I just don't get why Paige and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks aren't the main focus of this diva revolution. I mean, they this diva revolution is, is crud. Yeah. Complete I, I'm crud. completely shocked that they didn't use Reed Flair. Can't yeah, believe right. that they didn't do that. 
Yeah, I mean, as if they couldn't hit a low uh, low point in the ratings, they really had to do all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So. But hey, Ric Flair. Huh? Woo! Up next in the main event of SmackDown, we saw the Shield teaming up with the Usos to defeat the League of Nations. Yeah, Shield uh, 2.0. This this match was just like Raw, except less clutter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do hate, I do hate how inconsistent WWE is with their rules. Because um, at one point, uh, Sheamus and Del Rio got in the ring to break up a pin, mm-hmm. which we've seen in, in the past turn into DQs. Yeah, oh, not, well, only if here. you're a Wyatt. Only right, if you're yeah, a Wyatt. Exactly, yeah, but not here. I mean, come on, Brandon, you should know the rules. It's <laughs> only That only goes for if you're in the Wyatt family. If you try to break up a pin, it's a DQ. Yeah, uh, but then the Usos got into the ring to clear Del Rio and Sheamus out. Ref did absolutely nothing, which well, they, because they have to hit that one yeah, spot. That, it's yeah. in their contract, you know. They have to hit that spot in every match that they're in. Which any other match at that point would have been no, no contest thrown out. <sighs> and I think that it's even more dumb that Dean Ambrose was put in a feud with Kevin Owens. When he's in a storyline, also facing Del Rio, that makes no sense. Like it doesn't. I where don't was understand. where was Owens in this match at all? Nowhere. So okay, so then there is a connection with Owens and Ambrose on Raw, though, right? Well, Owens and Ambrose had the contract signing on SmackDown. Yeah, it's not enough. Or yeah, SmackDown. Not enough. Not enough at all. So Ambrose, so no, he did attack him on SmackDown, but even still. So Ambrose is good enough to come back out for the main event, and he still doesn't get attacked again by Kevin Owens or any, like Kevin Owens isn't involved in the main event. Yep. So we're supposed to forget about that. Con- so that's why they, okay. So now the contract signing is making sense. <sighs> no. All right. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right, so let's get on to some important stuff like pay-per-views. Yeah, the uh, WWE TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, taking place this Sunday, December 13th, at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. I assume we're going to be seeing Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Tyler Breeze in the kickoff show, like I said earlier. All right, so I'll, I'll call that one, too, just in case. I'll go with Ziggler. I'll go to Tyler Breeze if that happens. Uh, I wish. I wish that you're right. Okay. Uh, Steel Stairs match. Holy crap. That's a Whoa. thing. <laughs> After I just got through saying it, at least it's not a Wait, stairs match. It? I swear to God. Oh, my God. Who's match? Rusev and Ryback. Uh, I think it is, at least. It's according to my news sources. Uh, all right. Who you got? I still have no idea what that match is, but yes. I would. Ha- I don't. You know. Oh, what? so that that that's why. Yeah, that's why the steel steps comes into picture. Yeah, there. that that one time that it came. Okay, I got you now. Now now it's all coming together. The storylines <laughs> and the booking. Oh, I, I don't know who I. I'm gonna have to say. You know what? A lot on the pole match would make more sense than this. Yeah. But okay, who are you going with? I have to say Rusev. Rusev, I'm. Uh, I'll go with Rusev too. You know there is a, uh, a a a possibility of League of Nations walking out all champions, right? <laughs> yeah, 
about that. But Kevin Owens isn't a part of the League of Nations, is he? No. Exactly. But I but I said all champions. Everyone oh. in League of Nations could walk out of this title pay-per-view, uh, this pay-per-view as champion. The, well, so can The Shield. 2.0. Yeah. You're right. So uh, we have a chairs match for the United States Championship. That taking place between Alberto Del Rio and Jack Swagger. I have to say Zeb Coulter's probably going to get involved here, but I'm going to assume Del Rio picks up the victory. Yeah, I'm going Del Rio. Unless they unless they want to take the title off of Del Rio to put all the title focus on Sheamus in that group. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see if this group actually continues after this pay-per-view. It, I think it's going to fizzle out by... I, no, I have a hard time believing that they're not going to continue, but Bad News Barrett just did nothing this week. He really didn't, like, there was no focus but whatsoever. It's good, to, it's good to see that him being part of the League of Nations, he's booked on the pay-per-view, right? It's good to see he got a match. Yeah. Uh, be, being a key player of the League of Nations. Yeah, he's one of the ECW originals, isn't he? Oh, yeah, big time. So, okay. Um, all right, so then you also have, let's just get it done with, uh, the, Divas. EC, the ECW. Originals. Oh, no, no. Go with the Divas. Let's get that th- out of the way. Yeah, so for the Divas <laughs> Championship, we have Charlotte with her father, Ric Flair. With her father in the living room and a candlestick. That's definitely not how that saying goes. I know. Yeah, but, taking on Paige, which uh, everyone's, for whatever reason, a huge internet uproar started about bringing in Soraya Knight to be with Paige. There's maybe in the front row to watch, but isn't Ric Flair enough? I would have no problem with them bringing in Paige's mom for this, though. I I just not at ringside. I don't see the point of it, especially if there's no buildup. It, it could be like, well, sh- I mean, if if she is there sitting ringside, though, and then like Ric Flair tries to be Ric Flair and get involved, Soraya comes drums the barricade hits flair okay i could see that but she's not coming down to the ring with her i could see her in the front no 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 yeah no okay she's sitting like ringside or something so then let's combine both of our ideas then with her being sitting in the front row and then i could see her jumping the barricade pulling him off of the ring apron but and then maybe Paige doing a quick roll up a schoolboy or something to charlotte while charlotte's distracted by that that i'd be fine with but then where does becky lynch come in uh, yeah, who knows? Because I feel like it, for those spots, it would have to be one or the other. Yeah. But we'll see how creative handles that. Unless Becky Lynch just comes out after the match, after all of that goes down, Becky Lynch comes out and attacks both of them, but then that leads into a triple threat match, which I guess we're going to be seeing it anyways. <laughs> but, all right, I'm going Paige. I'm as, really much as, as much as I would love it. I know, I know. I have to go with Charlotte. Uh, all right. Um, all right, so let's go into that Wyatt match. Elimination tables match. Wyatt family taking on Team ECW. So this has the potential of seven tables. <laughs> yeah. Seven um, tables could be used in this match. Yeah, but you know at least <laughs> – you know two people are going to get put through one table. It's – Yeah. So we're going to see the ECW Originals, that being the Dudley Boys, uh, Tommy Dreamer, and Rhino, 
taking on the Wyatt family. I really don't like my prediction. I'm going with the Wyatt family. I'm going with ECW. I have no faith. <laughs> I can't. I, I can. That's the sad thing. I can see them not putting over the Wyatts again. I can see there's, them. There's no, there's no way. <laughs> I, can, I, Dude, I can see them. Booking is awful. You know, it was dude, really why, funny. Did why you see? families were, they were, Tommy Dreamer eliminated Eric Rowan with the DDT. Yeah, well. Did, did you see the, uh, the kayfabe news story with no. Rhino? Huh? Where it was like, oh, a young rookie from NXT finally gets his, his spot <laughs> on the main roster. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very excited to see him up there, but I think that he's more of a... It's been a long time since we've seen Rhino on WWE pay-per-view. He's in great shape. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like he's one of those wrestlers that, like, he's just, like... He's been in basically the same shape since... Well, actually, yeah. I shouldn't say that because he's, it seems like he's gotten in better shape since... But, I mean, his shape in general is just, like, a, he kind of has that... Uh, his physique, he's not that... He's never really been a fat wrestler. He's always been just like bulky. beast. Yeah, beast. And he's just never. I feel like that's just his physique in general. Like I feel like, like he's one of those wrestlers that he doesn't have to work out. Like Taz and, when he wrestled. Yeah, but but I feel like Rhino just he doesn't have to go to the gym. He just like has those genetics. Rhino definitely goes to the gym though. There's no way I'm he sure doesn't. Does, but I feel like he's just like even on his low points, he's been in in that kind of a shape. Um, all right, so that's the that match. Uh, the ladder match, uh, Intercontinental Championship match. Sure. But they had a contract signing. I mean, I'm going with Kevin get... Owens. <laughs> Kevin right. Owens versus Dean Ambrose. Going with Kevin Owens. Oh. I'd be absolutely shocked to see if Dean Ambrose walked out as champion. Um, you know, I'm going to continue with my dislike <laughs> and a. My inability to trust creative. I'm going with Dean Ambrose. Okay. I'm going with Dean Ambrose. I think that WWE is losing touch. Well, I guess in the next match then for the WWE Tag Team Championships, you're going to be going with the Usos. Uh, but uh, New Day taking on Usos and Lucha Dragons. It's very hard to not see Xavier Woods. I assume it'll be Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston. So it'll be hard not to see Woods getting involved in some way. Yeah. Maybe grabbing the titles. Hmm. Yeah, so I kind of... Regardless, which is one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out, I'm going to go with New Day. Yeah, I'm going with New Day. Um, all right, so in your main event... And I think that match will be a fun match to watch, and I really hope it is. Yeah, I think that's going to be the most fun. Out of all the matches, I think that will be the most fun. Um, but... It, sorry for yelling. It depends on how much time they give them. Yeah, that's a thing too. Like that—that's one of like one of my favorite matches. I mean, obviously you have Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge and Christian, mm-hmm. but um, in in WCW they had the Jung Dragons, uh, yeah. Three Count, and whatever the other team was. That um, the, when they the group split up. I don't remember. I think it was like Evan Courageous and Shannon Moore. Oh, three point. What is it? Uh, Evan, three Evan, count. No, but like it was three count. Shane Helms and and um, Shannon Moore, and then Evan Courageous, I think, was with Jamie Noble or something. I don't know. One, they split up. The Jung Dragons changed. I've, they both lost a member. 
But it depends on how much. Well, just back to this. It depends on how much time they give them. Yeah, yeah. What match I've been recent, watching a lot recently has been Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit for Vengeance. Uh, I think it's for like, Vengeance. Like you just watched it more than once recently? Yeah, well, I watched it with, like, I guess someone put together a highlight reel of it. Like, kind of like speeding up the match. So I watched that and then I watched the entire match. It's a fun match. Yeah, yeah it was probably... Yeah, it's definitely up there. Yeah. But it All was right. it was Jung Dragons versus Three Count versus Noble and Courageous. Like All right. From Star right. 2000. So talking about something that's not going to be up there, the championship match, TLC match for the WWE Championship, Sheamus, your champion, taking on Roman Reigns. Which I still think that if WWE wanted to build up the, the Divas division, they should have had that ladder match. Agreed. No reason why. Paige is... Very much so capable. Of why is why match. is everything else a gimmick match but that? Yeah, everything. Else, oh, the Intercontinental Championship isn't a gimmick match. Yeah, yeah, but like for the most part, though, like you have a ladder the match. US, the U.S. Championship match is a gimmick match. Yet the IC title isn't nor the Divas. You have a TLC match. Oh, and Ragnarok versus Rusev is a gimmick match. Come but, on. But, but you have a TLC match. You have a la- uh, tables match. You have a, a chairs match. But you don't have a ladder match. You have a still stairs match, but yeah, awful. So King Sheamus, not even King anymore. Sheamus taking on Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. I'm going Sheamus. I would have a by that. What? And I'm not confident when I say that. I'd have a hard time believing that Sheamus doesn't win. So I, I'm definitely going with Sheamus. That's I don't know. I don't trust him. I would have a hard time. I have very, very much so hard time believing that. So we have a few matches that are different. So Dude, that's going to be fun. When did the WLC match take place? Oh, you mean that joke match that WWE pokes fun of, even though it was the best match on the card? Yeah. Yeah, when was that? I don't know, three years ago? That's but, crazy that it was that long ago. But let's get on to another pay-per-view that's going to be upcoming. Well, not really pay-per-view. Well, technically, they're all pay-per-views. Well, I mean, yes, you do pay-per-views. <laughs> um, when did this happen? I don't even see this. I don't know. NXT TakeOver in London uh, going to be taking p- place at the SSE Arena. Uh, but it's, all right. it's what's it called? It's it's Wembley Arena. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. So do we want to make predictions for this, too? Sure, I don't really see the point of it, but I mean... I don't either, to. but if we're doing predictions, uh, you're going to have Baron Corbin taking on Apollo Crews. I'll go Crews. Yeah, I mean, I'd have a hard time, again, not not believing Crews would pick up the victory there, so... Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, um, Emma taking on Asuka. I'm going Asuka. Yep, Asuka. I have a hard time believing. I feel like that's a common yeah. theme right now. That's the next believing t-shirt. that we're going to be changing, switching it up here at all. Yeah, uh, NXT Women's Champion Bailey taking on the uh, the woman with an amazing theme song that matches her gimmick and character so much. Nia Jax, obviously Bailey. It's Bailey. 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 All right. For the NXT Tag Team Championships, we have Dash and Dawson 
taking on Enzo and Big Cass. Hopefully, we have new tag team champions here. Hopefully, Enzo and Cass win this. That's who you're going with? Yeah. Yeah, same here. See? I think that would be a good spot, especially at Wembley. Uh, in the NXT Championship. Why? Match. Wait, why? It's especially at Wembley. Well, I think that they could get a good reaction there. Like a good, I think that they'll get a really nice pop from the crowd to have a victory at this arena. Oh. Um, NXT Championship main event is Finn Balor taking on Samoa Joe. Um, you know what? I'm going, there's no, I'm going with Finn Balor. There's no way. There's no way Samoa Joe's winning. I mean, there is a way, but I don't see that happening. Hmm. Because now, who injured uh, Sami Zayn? Didn't Samoa Joe attack him last? I'm trying to think. Was, when he made his debut, wasn't he attacking? No, wasn't that Kevin Owens or no? Was it? Oh, maybe that was Kevin Owens. Yeah, because Joe just turned recently on Balor. You know what? I kind of want to choose Samoa Joe. But also based off of the results and everything about Finn Balor facing Sami Zayn on his return, uh, which apparently they put on a really, really good match. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. I mean, bah, Balor. Which is, it's, do you, well, I don't even understand why they had him return on a non-taped anything. You know what? Hmm. I'm going to go Joe. I can't see it, though. I really can't. I think that now may be a good time for Finn Balor to lose the championship and maybe bring him on up. <laughs> bring him I don't think I really don't. Time coming around? I don't think Balor is coming up anytime soon. I don't either. I mean, Balor's held the title for almost six months. That's the thing. He's held it for a very long time already. And I think that Samoa Joe, it may be no, cool for him. I think it would be cool for Samoa Joe to win that championship um, because then you have Sami Zayn coming back. I Yeah, I'm going to convince myself that I want to go with Joe. <laughs> so Joe it is. So that means that Samoa Joe picks up the victory here and Finn Balor finishes out NXT, keeps just like floating around in that main event scene until... WWE's Royal Rumble comes around. Where they're going to do that NXT Battle Royal to enter the Royal Rumble. Or they don't do that, and he just shows up, and now he's on the ro the main roster. I, yeah. One, I think they should be, do both of those. Well. They should just have him enter the Royal Rumble, and they should also have the NXT uh, Yeah, but then that takes, away, that takes away the whole surprise factor of whether or not... Um, Finn well, I mean, I, I, main roster. Yeah, but I mean, you could do that with a different uh, roster member on NXT. I mean, it doesn't have to be for Balor. It could be for Cruz or anyone just to feature them in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's all the predictions. So, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Beamont to be at BMB underscore NYWC. Wow. Check out that name change. Yeah. Also, go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. 
And also go follow Vanity at Vanity OG Doll. Uh, and check her out on the indie scene for sure. Also, since we're talking about Eric, go check him out. First thing in the morning, you just released episode seven, The Great Circus Mystery, starring Mickey and Minnie Mouse. It's him playing a bunch of video games. It's uh, live plays. He is going to be releasing very soon uh, him playing Left 4 Dead 2 and I believe uh, Bioshock. Have you and ever played that Mickey Mouse game? No. No, I have not. I'm tempted to Yeah, I'm tempted to play it just to beat his try to beat his score. I couldn't beat his score on the circus one that he did. What's uh not this one, but uh he played another circus game that I couldn't beat his score on. What like where was the circus game that you played? I played it online, it was a stream. Oh. So but all right. Also, um go check out, go support uh Sapphire. Sapphire is the sole survivor of a fatal arson fire that took place and murdered her father, sister, brothers, um, just really awful, awful stuff that took place. Uh, she made a request that for Christmas cards, and a lot of people around the world are stepping up and taking action and showing uh, that there is kindness in, in this world. Uh, so you too can send a Christmas card to her. Uh, just address it to Sapphire, um, P.O. Box 6126. Schenectady, uh, New York, 12306. And that's in the USA. That's where so uh, if Jimmy you, Fallon was. Yeah, I know he went uh, to school up here at St. Rose. Uh, he went to school with one of my friends. But yeah, so go send uh, a Christmas card to her. I don't care where you are in the world, whether you're in Canada or the UK, go ahead, write out a Christmas card. It takes nothing. And and it's so and I'm sure it means so much to her and it's such a good deed. So do it up. Uh, Brandon, do you have any shout outs? Brandon shout outs. That is right. My shout outs. Uh, I don't. Yeah, whatever. First up is going <laughs> to Bojack Horseman. Uh, Why, oh, I thought you were going to give it to Bo Jackson. No. Oh. No. But uh, it's I finally started to watch season two, and it's, I think, just as great as season one on Netflix. Uh, definitely think everyone should check it out. If you like cartoons, like Family Guy-ish, but even more obscure, I guess, check it out. More uh, obscure than Family Guy? What? More obscure yeah, than there's, Family Guy? There's points that, like... Like, for instance, one time, uh, wait, I gotta think of the beer now. I can't think of it. There was like, that's a, okay. Yeah, there was a. You can get back to us. Yeah, I'm not gonna think of it, but there was a bit that I thought was so funny that they were like, they were doing something, like it was a normal thing that you would say, but then they were, then like it turned out like they were just naming beers. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, a very Murray Christmas gets the second shout out. Mm -hmm. It's a Netflix special, Christmas special featuring Bill Murray. Can't wait for that. I know you're a big Bill Murray fan. I watched it. So if you'd like to watch it, I know you don't have the Netflix. Yeah. So you could come over here. You'll watch it or whatever if you'd like. How is it? It's very Bill Murray-ish. Bill Murray is definitely uh, one of those seize the moment kind of people. Like he is kind of living life to the max. Yeah. Especially from the stories that you hear about him driving a cab and 
crashing bachelor parties. Is that story? Is that whole story true? That he's he's allowed to steal back Wu Tang Clan's album? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's legit or not, but I feel like he's becoming one of those Chuck Norris figures. Except hmm. not Chuck Norris ish. Uh, like, like I mean, not to not say Chuck as, Norris not isn't... as obscure, right? Okay. Even though if you watch stuff that Murray does, it's very obscure. But yeah, yeah. So check that out. Uh, last up goes to John Cena. I thought he was absolutely hilarious <laughs> on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, which I'm. That's kind of disappointing. Like now he's getting to that stardom level where the Roots don't play his wrestling theme. That he comes out, came out. They played uh, Good Vibrations because he looks like Marky Mark. Uh, I, think that they, I think that they should have played his theme song. Yeah, but well, I, I mean, thought... even even on the, the, the guide, uh, actor John Cena, I was like, wow, Mr. Yeah. I'm Growing Up. Yeah, but, so. they, but they spoke about WWE, thank goodness, unlike other people that go to Hollywood and don't mention the WWE, even though they're WWE champion. But I think wink, when wink. that happened, ah, I think I think The Rock was told not to. Yeah, which I think is bogus. Yeah. I think that if you're a champion, you go out there with your championship. In I hand. thought that as well, but... But but John Cena, I think he killed it. He is still, no matter what people say, what kind of an argument, how you think he is in the ring, outside of the ring, he is the face of WWE and pro wrestling. And this is exactly why. He's a great person to uh, merge the lines of pro wrestling with media, such as talk shows uh, and everything like that. Yeah, so and I think he's great for them. So Cena did a uh, parody of Adele's Hello. Yeah, it was hilarious. I like Jimmy's like, that's not even the lyrics. Yeah, it was very funny. He was making up his own lyrics. Um, and then the guy that is doing the duet with Adele came out that is that, i think he i think he's the actual guy that's in the song i didn't think there was another person in that song i thought it was just adele i think it's a duet i definitely don't think it's a duet though i don't know i thought <laughs> i heard on the, i thought i heard on uh the radio a version of it that was a duet but i could be wrong i've been wrong in the past but who knows i really it's just it's just adele there's no yeah. all right Sounds good to me. Yeah. Maybe it's just a version that I sing. And just me. As in you would be the duetter? Yeah. I'll, no, yeah. I'll sing with Adele. No. So, that was my shout-outs. Moving on to our... Right, our mark out moment of the week. Yeah. Um, a few things happened this week. I have to say right off the bat, again, back-to-back weeks, I was watching uh, Rev Runs Around the World, which airs Wednesdays at 10 on Travel Channel. But this episode, they went to Tokyo, and I guess it was just unexpected that uh, Yoshitatsu's theme song was used in the, the production, I guess. I think the most disappointing thing is Yoshitatsu wasn't uh, featured, though. 
Yeah, it was, it's they could have went easily. I mean, they they went to J- Japanese. I mean, they went to wrestling in Mexico. They could have done it in Japan. Yeah, right. They went to some weird like hero. I don't even want to know. I don't even know what it was called. But like the, these girls were like apparently really famous in in Japan for doing the K-pop or J-pop. Yeah, they, they have. Uh, I guess J-pop would be because K would be Korean. Yeah, J-pop. It's out there, man. They were like painted like they looked like um. Oh, what's that show for kids that they they always have on television? Jubilee Zoo. No, um, I don't. Oh, no. Bismarcky does it. Yo Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba. They that's, look kind of like that. They look like stuff. That's like not that. even a modern show. What do you mean? That's not on the air anymore. No. What? I don't think so. I would assume so. I don't know. Um, so that's what they right. like to me. But. So you also had a few others, right? Uh, I mean, you. Uh, I mean, you kind of marked out for Cena, but yeah, I marked out for Cena. Not so much marking out, but uh, Sheamus. The trailer was released for uh, Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two, so it's officially yeah. confirmed that Sheamus does play Rocksteady. I was I mean, disappointed it was that he played him. No, it wasn't. Yes. No, yeah, it wasn't. Was there was just speculation. No, we knew that he was playing him, but it, it looks it looks really like they went pretty much comic book wise, show wise, based off of like they really created Rocksteady and Bebop. But the problem is they did not really create the T, uh, the Turtles group. They look nothing like how they should be looking. So I'm I'm not sold on it. It yeah, is Nickelodeon. So, yeah, well, I mean, that's just, I, mean, I think... You because, know it's going to be dulled down. Yeah, so, but I, I think looks can be deceiving. As in, uh, Yeah, look at as the first in, one. Yeah, the first one had super hype around it, and then I, I didn't even see it, but it got terrible reviews, I think. Yeah, I refuse to watch it, and I think that people should refuse to watch this one, too. But it sucks because Seamus is cool, and uh, it's cool to see him branching out there. Yeah. And I, I just wish Stephen that... Stephen Amell is in it. Really? Yeah, Stephen Amell's in it. As K- what? He's, yeah, Casey, Casey the Casey hot Jones? Yeah. What? Yeah, so, I don't even I mean, recognize him. Yeah, so there is potential in the movie, but honestly, I'm not a fan of the way that the turtles look. I think that that is just completely bogus. Um, I guess because they look more like turtles than what you want them to look like. No, they that, look, they look more like, like turtles. They, no, I think they, they, but should... they look more like turtles than they look like Ninja Turtles. I think that they should look like how they were created. But, like, that's like saying, like... And it's not. That's, that's um, like saying that they shouldn't have new Stormtrooper outfits. So, also, they have the X-Men Apocalypse trailer that is released, but I'll probably mark out about that. More wrestlers in that. Yeah, I know, but it's still going to mark out over Even that. Even more mind-blowing was finding out that Rick Rubin, co-founder of Def Jam Records, was... A financial financial backer of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. That like blew my mind completely. Yeah, I still don't care. I'm I'm a Rick Rubin guy, so I don't care. I don't like Rev Run. I don't like Run DMC. I don't like Beastie Boys. No, Beastie Boys I like. <laughs> so that is our episode. Uh 153? Two. Right? Two? 253, bro. 253. 253 in the books. Make sure you go t-shirts over at prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Also go follow us on Twitter at out. Go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O and I will not... 
tweet the rest of the year. Be on the lookout for uh, the Marky Awards. Yeah, Marky Awards. Uh, <laughs> if you have any suggestions, submit submit our comment, tweet us some suggestions, whether it's a match of the year, match oh. wrestler of the year, whatever you think. Also, let us yeah, also uh, check out Cooking with Brandon Four still. Yeah, Cooking with Brandon Four, Facebook.com slash marking out and markingout.com. And we wish you the best of luck, luck in your future endeavors. Have a great By the way, it's Hanukkah. We forgot to mention that over this music. Happy Hanukkah. Yes, have a happy Hanukkah. Happy rest of your Hanukkah, at least. And I hope everything is fun with Hanukkah.